Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking to you about boundaries in leadership. This is one of my most favourite subjects ever. Great boundaries set the culture and expectation of an organisation so that they also then trickle down to set the standard of performance within a workplace. Following that, it's easily disseminated down to the workforce so that they too work with good boundaries in their work ethic and the values that affect both personal and professional performance. So just dive in to today's episode where you can hear more. So welcome back. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stress, doubt and overwhelm so that I can help you to increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. And never has this been more needed than now. We are, as I'm talking on, I think about week 10 of lockdown here in the UK And I've been talking to quite a few companies now who are beginning to get their head above the parapet and realise the true impact and be able to look at and begin to plan and deal with the impact of COVID-19. I've just done a piece of training with a law firm on boundaries and work-life balance. Now, boundaries are becoming a webinar and training top topic It's really popular right now because with everybody working from home or at home and juggling the schooling, some schools are becoming open, but there's still a lot of things to juggle. Some companies have been told they're not going back till at least September, if not longer than that. So all of this juggle, the boundaries, the work-life balance, managing the stress, maintaining the resilience is still so important. All of these things are what I help deliver. So if you would like a more productive workforce that are calmer and happier, but are able to still tap in onto great personal and professional boundaries, as well as looking after that mental health and well-being, and you want me to talk to you about boundaries or work-life balance or stress or resilience in your organisation, then go ahead and book a call or just email me, emma at emmalankton.com or on my website, you can book a time to get straight into my diary. And I'd love to talk to you about this subject. And before I tell you more about how boundaries can impact your organisation, in this episode. Let me just remind you, please, please do go and leave a review for the podcast because it helps enormously for other people to be able to find the episodes and then the podcast host will share with other people when they find like-minded interest. So if you haven't left a review yet, please do go and do that. Find the little button, leave me your thoughts, your key takeaways and the things that you get of value from my episodes. Thank you. So let's talk about boundaries in leadership. 
You know, a lot of you do know, if you're a regular follower, that I adopted my two children, which will be 14 years ago in June. <laughs> Jolly me. And we were told at the beginning they just needed firm boundaries. Well, my goodness me, they needed an awful lot more than that. However, this is the reason it became my favourite topic. Our family needed so much more than firm boundaries, but boundaries sit at the root of all sorts of um, kind of behaviour and structure and all sorts of things. And that's where I began to see that they were really important in business and in personal lives too. Because boundaries enable us to be really clear and consistent. Setting great boundaries can get you out of overwhelm, stop the, the kind of wishy-washiness of leadership so that you can achieve what you want to achieve in your organisation, in your life. Boundaries are not about being extremely rigid and strict and harsh or punitive. Now, I tell lots of people this, this poor client, I don't know if she knows that I tell everybody this, bless her. When I talked to her about... Um, needing to get some boundaries in her life. She said, ooh, I don't want to be the guard on the state penitentiary. <laughs> and I thought, oh my goodness me, what does she think about boundaries? So sometimes I almost need to step back and educate people on actually what boundaries are and what they look like. And I refer to them as being kind of like scaffolding around things so that when you're creating your organization, you, you know, your structure, your values, that this this sets the scaffolding or even, you know, firms up the foundation around things. So that they're not, whilst they're not being harsh or punitive or you're not being a guard on a state penitentiary, neither are they something that is flimsy or non-existent. Boundaries need to be really clear, really firm, really fair. What I say is um, boundaries are kind of the two essential aspects of what you create and what you allow. But often what I say to people is boundaries create respect. If you think about boundary as being like um, the, the, the wall around your organisation or, you know, the fencing around it or the um, the the structure and the property line, if you like. Um, it defines where things begin and where things end. Um, but it doesn't mean that things can't come and go with that because obviously with every kind of boundary structure, um, with walls and fences, you know, you have a gate in there and you allow things to come in and, and things, aspects to leave as well. So you can define what's going to happen though within that boundary line and also what is not. And you're going to get far better at accomplishing really clear and consistent boundaries when you are comfortable with your reasons and emotions around them. Really good, clear boundaries are ones that you maintain and live by. So some people go, so it's values then. Well, it's a slightly different to values. Your boundaries kind of determine some of the values, which I'll come to in a little bit. So they provide, as I've said, that sort of foundation. Because boundaries are not just what you do, but they are about you feeling really comfortable with them. And to be really, really effective and clear with your boundaries, it is a good idea to have a look at the values, have a look at um, some of the other aspects that you need around them. Because there are 
business and leadership boundaries and there are personal boundaries. But it's really worth making some time to get really clear on those boundaries. I'm beginning to wonder how many times I've said boundaries in this episode, (laughs) actually, already. Um, However, when you get that clear vision and then you are really clear on who you're going to open the door or the gate to, who you're going to invite in, what the goals and purposes are, what behavior is allowed and what isn't, you build and allow that culture, the values, and it's yours for you, for you as a leader, for you personally, for that organization. So yes, you kind of set the rules, but you can flex them where you find that it's needed. Maybe if you're doing some development work or, you know, if you're doing some restructuring, you can, you know, you can flex them and adjust them. They don't have to be there rigid and structured forever, as I say, but neither do they need to be the really flimsy where they're just wishy-washy and people can please themselves. So leaders, um, when leaders set boundaries, it's defining that kind of what is going to be and what is not, as will become clear as I uh, continue to break down some of those aspects through this episode. But when leaders define and create the boundaries, then it drives the performance and, and identity and culture and values. So it sets the standard of performance when leaders define that direction, they are responsible too for like making it happen. So it is down to you if you are the leader. And also to be accountable. So then when we come back to leadership and boundaries, it's about what you um, allow to exist. And leaders definitely, definitely have to define those boundaries. So when we break that down, we need to know the values because that vision the focus, the attention, and and the activities that are supported around your values create that movement that you're going to get within your organization. When you are clear on your own value, on the needs, on the desires, it's much easier to stick to those boundaries, but it's also easier to stick to the values. When you get clear on essentials, you are going to be setting the emotional climate of an organization and its structure that is created and also sustained by leaders. When you think about what are the essentials for you as a leader in an organization or as your board, whether these are personal and professional essentials, it might include, you know, who you work with, what work that you do. I think there's a story somewhere about um, when Steve Jobs went back into Apple because they were struggling and he kind of just pulled everything back and decided what they were working with and who they were working with and, and, and who they were for. And that's about getting really clear on the essentials as well. Um, There will be essential personal aspects as well. So don't forget to include those. I see a lot of information with different companies about the values, about things that are that they value, things like work-life balance. Obviously, those are going to be the companies that I want to be working with, um, that they value all sorts of different aspects. So look at your values and look at what are the essentials and look at where the boundaries fit in with that too. Look at what's comfortable 
and what's not comfortable. Because if you've got values and essentials and boundaries in an organisation, but they're making you feel uncomfortable, then they're railing against what are your boundaries. And it might be that you need to adjust company value, uh, boundaries. Or it might be that you need to do some work on your own boundary setting. Because we learn about what are acceptable boundaries in our early, early lives. And then they become kind of the norm and, and accepted and almost like hardwired within us. But whatever it is within our learning, we can change that within our brains, as I'm always telling you. So be careful about whether you're setting them that are um, for your own personal aspect or whether they're for the organisation. Make sure that you communicate things really clearly. When you know exactly what you're communicating and you are totally behind the boundaries rather than, as I said, you know, if you have the mindset of the client that's kind of like, well, I think I'm just being a guard and, um, you know, there's a kind of ruling force, then that's, you need to do a little bit of work on, on how you feel about that and what your mindset is around that, you know, as a leader, because the thinking and the beliefs of an organisation, you know, need to be delivered out there through the leaders, through the values, through the essentials. But it also impacts how you communicate the connectiveness of the organisation and how you sort of build, every, bring everybody together. You know, and even when a leader um, has to say no to things, as in that doesn't align with our values or that's not who we work with or how we work, because then it prevents some of the things breaking down in an organisation. When leaders are setting those boundaries and sort of, I was about to use the word enforce, but I think enhance is possibly a better word. Think about that for yourself in your own organisation. But you're communicating that, whether that's the, the, the positive boundaries or the negative boundaries, when you know what they are for and what they're against, you're able to communicate it really clearly. Because you're setting limits and then you reduce confusion um, and you can kind of stop any negative emotional climate within an organisation. So it might be that you kind of stop things like, you say, I, you know, we won't tolerate in this organisation, I won't tolerate, um, you know, kind of backbiting and people talking behind others' back. Um, or, you know, like slagging people off um, or complaining that you work through ways that you can do uh, team building and positive team ethos, but also do feedback, but in a more um, solution focused way and in a more sort of team building way, rather than just having people whinge and complain and moan and backbite, um, because obviously that doesn't create a good culture. So as a leader, you communicate and say, I'm setting the boundary on this, that that's not acceptable. Because when you publicize and set that about with your workforce, then it's making it really, really clear. And you're setting what's accepted, as I said at the beginning, and what's not accepted. When you tell people what is expected from them and what is acceptable and then absolutely what is not, just you can do it in a really factual way. You don't need to be doing it by putting other people down or, um, you know, being really punitive. You can just say, you know, that that's not acceptable here in this company. You know, I, I'm not finding that acceptable. What I would prefer to see is this. 
because it stops then that kind of toxic behavior um and, but it, what it does do is it increases high performance it increases better communication not just from you but within the workforce and you know it enhances the the performance of everybody So when you state this, even maybe in client calls or in contracts and you communicate really, really clearly within um, even performance type uh, meetings, you need to get comfortable saying no to people, but you don't have to feel really bad about it because if it's within those boundaries, it should be really comfortable for you to say that's not acceptable. That's not how we do things. Okay, and you do it in a really factual way rather than doing it in a in a way where you're kind of bringing up loads of sort of excuses or justification and things. You just be really clear. That's not how we do things in this company. Our boundaries state our value state. So that's what we want you to see. Do you see what I mean? You're creating a better mindset as well, you know, um, when leaders step up and lead and set out those clear boundaries, it provides real clarity about what is expected. So people have a really strong and clear understanding. Um, they are also able to do what is required of them because it's really, really clear. So there's no anxiety. There's no uncertainty. There's no, oh, I'm not really, really sure. Oh, I don't think I know what I'm doing. So that mindset is really clear as well. And people feel empowered and they feel like they've got some sense of kind of autonomy around their job, but within those boundaries and structures. So then it sets conditions and standards for kind of great teams and great team culture. So then good leadership boundaries can enhance the workforce behaviour so it stops um, organizations being kind of pulled down um, or being led away from the values and the mission and the purpose. And then, of course, good results. Strong leaders set, that set up that great culture. So then it stops that negative behavior without it being able to take root. So if you're doing that, but yet yeah, kind of getting times when you're feeling that you're not comfortable then you need to look and assess how you feel personally and what's going on with you. Or is it somebody within your team that's um, struggling with that, somebody on the board that's pulling against that? Um, do you need to come back to that framework, come back to the um, foundations and that scaffolding? And is it about the culture? Is it about the organisation? Or is it about personal stuff? you know, mindset things or um, beliefs and stuff like that. Think about what boundaries you are demonstrating as a leader. What are your boundaries and what boundaries are you setting with the expectations for you and the others around you? I want you to remember, though, when you are beginning to look at boundaries, um, that it might take practice if you're setting new boundaries so if you're doing this for your organization, but you're finding that some of your staff are still not, you know, enhanced, uh, working within that work-life balance and they're feeling the needing to be switched on all the time, which are some of the things that I'm hearing from um, the companies where I've either been talking to or gone in and done training, what's going on with them? 
Where are they missing the bits of the values in your company? Where are they needing some help and scaffolding to support them? Or are they feeling that they need to be there for their teams? So then, hang on a minute. How do you need to communicate to the teams about what is the structure and values? How do we need to communicate to the teams to give them that sense of autonomy so that they feel that they do know what they're doing and they're not having to check in with their uh, manager or their leader all the time? So do you see how these aspects all fit into everything together? If one's falling down, where do we need to put things in to kind of strengthen it and stand it up again if, if it were sort of legs on a table? Do you understand that? And those are some of the things that I talk about within the training. And depending whether I'm pitching the training at, at, at board level, at C-suite, at leaders, or whether it's at your workforce. So all these things become interlinked, which you can see why I'm, I'm like really fascinated. If you could see me now, my hands are going and everything. Um, however, you know, what I want to make sure that you do is that you are really kind to yourself if you are resetting some of these boundaries, because we will fall down on some of these, but it's about looking at where it is, where, where, what is the work that needs doing? Where do we need to relook at things? Where do we need to strengthen things? Where do we need to adjust things? Because setting these boundaries are really worth the effort in the long run for your business and for your life. So if we just do, you know, a quick recap there, you need to look at um, knowing your values, being able to get really clear on the essentials of that communicate really really clearly check out the kind of mindset and the um, sort of levels of needing control or not and the empowerment that you have that you give your people so that that reduces that um, that worry and anxiety about what they're doing but also empowers them to kind of get results and enhance the performance there so I hope that's been really helpful. If you have any questions about today's episode, I'd be happy to go through anything that you want to hear. Again, if you want to talk to me about looking at boundaries, work-life balance and setting these things out for your organisation, more than happy to talk to you. Drop me an email at emma at emmalankton.com. And then I'll see you again in the next episode. Stay safe. Take care. Bye for now.